Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the 39th episode of the PJ Archive. It comprises two interviews I did in 1999 with Björn Ulveus, singer-songwriter with the Swedish pop group ABBA. The first took place in a London rehearsal room for the stage musical Mamma Mia, which features ABBA songs. I talked to Björn about the show shortly before its world premiere, and about Siobhan McCarthy, who was the original actress and singer to play the lead role of Donna. First of all, what exactly is Mamma Mia? It's not the story of ABBA, is it? It is most definitely not the story of ABBA. It is a completely new story, story woven around um, the songs and, and, and the original lyrics. Um, and it's about a mother and a daughter. Um, they run a holiday resort on a small Greek island off the mainland. Uh, mother is about 40, daughter is about 20. She's just about to get married. She doesn't know who her dad is because her mum has never told her. Because her mum doesn't know either. But the young girl, Sophie, reads, happens to find her mother's diary from that time when she was conceived. And she apparently had a man she loved very much, but who left her for some reason. After that, in despair, she fell into the arms of two other men in a very short <clears throat> space of time. So there are three potential dads. And she invites these dads to her wedding, her mother not knowing. I mean, that's the start of the whole thing. And now, who's written this story? Have you written it with Benny? No. Um, it's a, a writer from, a dramatist from Bristol called Catherine Johnson. Uh, but we worked together with her, of course, and Philida Lloyd, the director, on the story. But Was it her idea, or is it something you thought about a long time ago when you wrote the original songs? Oh, no, no, this is the music musical we didn't know we'd written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we never thought of that. Um, now, it's her. She, she remembered an old Italian movie with a similar story to this one, and, and uh, I thought it was brilliant because two generations of women, first of all, I mean... I've always written for women, and women sang the songs in ABBA. And also, if you, we had a, about an eight-year career with ABBA. And in the beginning, the, the, the words were, the lyrics were much, you know, teenage-like, naive, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas towards the end, they grow much more mature. Mm. So, the, the, you know, that, the, I think that's where she got the idea of two generations. Mm. Now, everybody in the world knows the lyrics to the ABBA songs. Is that um, a pressure on the cast to learn their lines in a way? Because everyone will know when they've made a mistake. They most definitely will. (laughs) But they're not so hard to learn, I don't think. Mm. They're doing very well. Yeah. 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 Now, um, there's a lot of uh, shows like a Buddy Holly show, there's been an Elvis Presley musical, so it just seemed a matter of time before there was an ABBA one. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I will never be involved in anything that tells the ABBA story. (laughs) That is for sure. No, nobody wants to know anyway. (laughs) I think they probably do. But there is a rumour that you've been writing another musical as well for later this year. Is that not right? No, we have written something that's in Swedish. It's a a musical about emigrants going from Sweden to America in the 1850s. That is now running in Sweden, in Swedish. Um, and I plan to translate that, you know, in the hope that it will come here, or perhaps America first. Mm. Um, 
sometime in one and a half years or something like that. Now, of course, quite a few years ago, you did chess, and in that, Siobhan starred as well. Was she, therefore, an automatic choice for Mamma Mia? Actually, she volunteered. She wanted... We, we did a workshop back in February, March last year, and, and she volunteered. She said she'd heard about this, and she said, I'd love to do that workshop. And uh, after that, I mean, there was only one choice for us. Because she's so great, and she's got that beautiful timbre. It's more like Irish folk music than than you know musical theatre, really, which is ideal for this for this uh, musical. No, and she's she's the right age. She's you know we we never even looked for anyone else after after that workshop. How do you... All the other parts we looked for. You know, we had auditions and looked, but not for not for sure. Had you stayed in touch with Siobhan since chess? Not, not a lot, no. We might have, you know, bumped into each other somewhere, but, but um, no, I haven't been in touch with her a lot. What is it about her as a performer that you really rate? Well, first of all, it's her singing. In this part, you, you have, to, have to be able to act, but most importantly, you have to sing, I mean... No actor-singer could be considered for this part, Donna. So she, she's got the voice. That was wonderful. And then Phyllida Lloyd worked with her. And, and she's a natural, you know, in acting as well. So she's got, really got both. Is it important that you get on with her personally because they're your songs and it's, in a way, your show? Oh, yeah. I think it is. It would be terrible if, if there were people here, you know, in the cast that I didn't like terrible because it's so important you work so close and for a long time so the chemistry is very important do you have to consult the other members of abba to make a choice like selecting siobhan for the lead role oh no i don't i mean this is in, in this case we're only talking about the songs uh, so the only one i have to speak to is benny and and he's involved in this as well in what way is he involved uh, he's less active than I am, but, but he was here, you know, during uh, music rehearsals a couple of weeks ago. He'll come back when it's band calls um, and previews. So he comes every now and then. He is involved, but a little less than I am. Now we've talked about Siobhan McCarthy, but the McCartney School in Liverpool has provided you with one or two cast members. So have you maintained a relationship with Paul McCartney? Do you know him? Do you talk to him about it? I met him a couple of times, but I can't say I know him. No, this was some pure coincidence. I mean, two, two people from Lippa came to auditions together, I think. And they happened to be perfect for the uh, parts as a young couple, Andrew and Lisa. And uh, it was only afterwards that I learned that they came from Paul McCartney School. It was great fun. It must be great for him because they were the first ones, I think, to come out of that school and, and to get, you know, first-rate jobs like this. It's incredible, isn't it? Was it ever talked about that you should be in the show or have you uh, performing a thing of the past for you? It's a thing of the past. I would never... I mean, the object of the exercise is really that other people do it for you. <laughs> How nostalgic do you get when you hear the songs sung in this show for rehearsing or whatever? 
Well, the funny thing is I don't get nostalgic because it's uh, um, new surroundings and, and they have a purpose to tell a story and everything. So I don't think about them that way. I just think about them as songs, really. I know that you've always said there will never be an ABBA reunion, but will you be all be getting together for the first night of this show? I hope the girls will come. Benny will certainly come. I hope the girls will come as well. Um, at this point, I, I cannot say, but they will be invited. Good luck with the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> and now for the second of my interviews from 1999 with Bjorn Ulveus from ABBA. This time, a phone interview shortly after the original production of the stage musical Mamma Mia had opened in London to an ecstatic reception. Apologies that the sound quality is not great. How surprised are you by the critics' reaction to Mamma Mia? I'm, I'm very surprised. I was dead scared the night before, you know. Yeah. I, I knew what the audience reaction was but uh, that the critics would receive it so well, I'd never anticipated. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, As a matter of fact, a, a, a few people told me that don't expect too much. You know? Right. Yeah. Are you going to do a cast album? Yes. We are actually having a meeting about that today. Just a question of when we're doing it. You've often said you're surprised that people are so, still so into ABBA today. Why are you so surprised? Well, because I never, when, when we broke up in 81, I, I thought that was the end of it and that, you know, in a couple of years' time that people will completely forget about it. So I, I, I was so unprepared for the fact that it's still, still alive. And it's, I'm, I'm too close to it, I think, to be able to analyze why. When Apple won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1974, where did you think they would go from there? Well, I, we, we did have a lot of self-confidence and ambition. So I, you know, I, I thought this, this will go really well. Um, we'll have a great career in Europe, perhaps. Uh, but that it took off worldwide as it did was also unexpected for me. Um, the fact that the band comprised two couples, was that a help or a hindrance, do you think? Um, I, I think it probably a help more than a hindrance. Uh, everyone thought it was, you know, some kind of gimmick that we dreamt up, <laughs> getting married just to, to, to have that gimmick. But that wasn't the case, of course. I mean, we were married long before yeah. Abba started. Did it mean that you got less fan worship because people knew you were married? Um, if you mean the, the sort of fans that actually fall in love with you. Yeah, girls throwing themselves at you and things. Yes, yes, I think so. We had less of that than, than perhaps, you know, a, 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 a male group would have had. And just one question about Agnetta, if I may. How did you feel when you were married to her about people, about all these men lusting after her? I will tell you the truth. I mean, I, I was kind of flattered that I should have such a beautiful wife that, you know, if... if so obviously attractive to so many other men. I was more flattered than anything else. To what extent did you four have a say in what you wore? Uh, we had complete control over that, so we can't blame anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> have you still got any of the outfits? Yeah, the outfits are with the guy who designed them for us, uh, still in, in Stockholm. As a matter of fact, I think there's one outfit now some HMV store in Oxford Street. 
so they're, they're still in existence and, and apparently they tour around the world is there an Abbey Museum anywhere or should there be? Uh, I don't think there is um, I, I guess eventually if this goes on much longer there, there will be one yeah um, you and Benny wrote the, the songs obviously but did you write the lyrics and you wrote the music or how did it work? Um, we wrote the music together right and then we would record a basic backing track of the song right. uh, and then I'd write the lyric after that right yeah. and people are now saying that you are comparing your music to the classics do you agree with that or do you think that's going over, over the top it's going over the top definitely I mean it's crazy uh, to have comparisons with the Beatles and Mozart and what have you did the girls ever contribute to the writing of the songs uh, no, they didn't. And yet, I was. She wrote songs for for herself in her earlier career, and I always used to urge her, please write something for us as well. Right. But, but she never did. Um, you, you said a videotape that I've got that "Take a Chance on Me" was inspired by the rhythm of your heart when you were jogging. Yeah. Were there any other bizarre sources of songs? Um, mm, 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 not that I can think of right now no I just I, I remember them as you know listening to the backing tracks over and over again until something came up in my head hmm. and it was more or less like that every time did you ever you would only seek to write about very serious subjects like world issues and so on um I I, I think we wrote about serious subjects you know relationship yes oriented subjects uh, but I was never interested in, you know, writing something political, for instance. Hmm. I hate that. I mean, I, I positively hate political lyrics. <laughs> and, and they get so outdated so quickly. Which of your hit songs was most difficult to create? Um, I, I know the one that took me the least time to write the lyric for and that's the winner takes it all mm, but that only took a couple of hours right whereas I usually did it over days but the, the music which one was difficult you see it was like this we used to write a verse and then maybe we didn't get we were stuck we didn't get any longer but the verse was you know, then we'd store that in our heads. Right. And then years after, even ten years after sometimes, there would be this chorus that suddenly someone of us would say, doesn't that fit with, you know, that old one? Yeah. And then it did. <laughs> so, uh, songs were seldom constructed, the whole of it at the same time. Which of the songs do you feel went best at live gigs and things? Dancing Queen, obviously, went very well. A number like, a rock number like Does Your Mother Know right. went very well uh, too. You say Dancing Queen, obviously, it's considered your masterpiece. Why do you think it's considered such a masterpiece? Well, it's... No, I, I, I can't say that because I, I can't say, you know, that I have any specific favourite. No, I know that. Yeah. I, I have many, so... Why is it that one? Uh, well, it's, to begin with, it's filled with joy in a way. It's very uplifting and it's loads of energy in it. 
What sort of pop bands or singers did you admire then, and who do you admire now? Uh, obviously the Beatles, who, you know, were the reason why we started writing at all. Yeah. So the Beatles I still admire. I thought of our contemporaries, I, I, I thought Queen, you know, were very, very good. Goose, Eagles, the Eagles. Yeah. Did you like the whole glam rock thing? Was it a bit embarrassing? Well, we kind of latched onto it, didn't we, in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I liked that, and I liked a lot of the songs that Chris and Sweet did. Ballroom Blitz is a masterpiece. <laughs> Who are your friends in the pop world? Mostly Swedish pop people. Right. Because we, you know, we used to travel out to do promotion in, in London and then travel back the same day or the next day. So we, we really never got to meet too many of our contemporaries. How come you recorded in English and, and Spanish even, and why, but why not Swedish? Well, Swedish is a language of eight mil from the four eight million people. Right. And that's the simple answer. But the, 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 another answer is that English is the language of pop and rock. Mm. It simply sounds better than any other language when it comes to pop. So why don't you do an album in Spanish then? Because Actually, after English, Spanish is, is a wonderful language to bring in. We thought that was a great experiment. And in the beginning, you know, Waterloo were recorded in German and in French. Yeah. Uh, but we decided never to do that again after that. Did you ever have any stage disasters? Did you, any of you fall off your platform heels or anything? Uh, I remember one time when in Australia, and all of a sudden, during the show, there, there came this rain of beetles, some kind of beetles. Just the whole stage filled with them. And when you walked on them, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Talking of Australia, you made your movie in Australia. Yeah. Do, you, do you think Abba should have done more with regard to movies and perhaps television? Well, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think... The videos we did, um, some of them are, are really very, very good. And oh, yeah. they've, they've been, you know, a school to many others. Um, so I think they're good. But as for films, no, I think it's enough with that one. But like bands like the Beatles and the Osmonds, they did cartoons and things. Would you like to have done an another cartoon or something? Uh, I, th I think at some point there were cartoons made, both here and in, in, in Australia. So uh, we were not no strangers to that. After the band split up, did you really miss having live audiences and people following you around and so on? No, I, I didn't. You see, I'd, I'd been doing that since 63, because I had a national career, yeah. as well as the others in yeah. Sweden, and I'd been touring incessantly, and I, I thought it was time to stop and do something else which is writing musicals, which is what we've done since. Sure. Have you not missed, missed it at all in the, in the period since I've split up there? No, not really. Are there any other recordings which have never been released? Um, there is an album called um, More Abba Gold. Right. Uh, on that, there are a couple of uh, uh, snippets of tracks that have not been released. And I, I think at this moment there is nothing actually that hasn't been released. 
Have you ever watched or heard Bloom Again or Faber? And if so, what do you think of them? Uh, I haven't watched them. I have heard them speaking in a kind of Scandinavian accent. <laughs> <laughs> which you can hear quite clearly, but I don't have. Um, uh, but I, 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 I see them as tribute bands. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I, I don't think that they're taking the mickey out of us at all. Mm -hmm. It's more like reverence, and, and so, so I'm really more flattered. Oh, that's good. You personally have always said that there will be no other reunion. If the other three wanted one, would you agree then? Uh, well, that question is purely academical because they won't, they don't want to do it either. <laughs> uh, there, there would have to be, you know, a reason to motivate all four of us at the same time, and that reason I don't think exists. At least I haven't come across it yet. Have you been offered lots of money to reform ever? Oh, you bet. <laughs> you bet. I'm, we had an astronomical offer just the other week. Really? Yeah. I, I won't give you the figure because... Oh, go on. <laughs> like, it's over 10 million. It, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it could run a small country for a year. No, no. Everybody knows you and Bunny have written a couple of musicals since Abba Split, mm -hmm. but have you written any pop songs at all? Uh, we wrote we, for a couple of albums for, for a Swedish act. It was more like a national-based thing. Uh, between Chess and Christina, which is now running in Stockholm. Yeah. But, but that's all. I think to write pop, you have to have your ear to the ground. You'll have to be more part of the scene than we are now. But don't you think it's a shame that you might regret it one day that you didn't write pop songs during this this period? No, I don't think so, because I enjoy working in the theatre so much. Mm. Are you planning more musicals? Oh, yes. We are going to write another one. We just haven't found the idea yet. Oh, okay. And you've often said, you know, you've been stressing about Melanie that it's not the ABBA story, and you've said maybe you'd want to know that. But, but I'm sure absolutely they would want it. But would you not agree to it then? No, I would not agree to that. And I'm sure the others was, would, would dislike it intensely as well. Is that because of the personal stuff? Yes, but, but of course. Yeah. If you write a musical about ABBA, you'd have to include the personal stuff and... and that's not something we would like to do. Obviously, you've had to listen to other music for this show, but do you ever listen to it for pleasure anyway? No, I, no, I don't. I'm always, you know, immersed in the, the any new project that I'm doing, and I'm, I'm listening to that. But the old stuff, you know, I leave behind me. To what extent are you and Benny friends outside of work? Oh, we're, you know, best buddies, really. Mm -hmm. Your children, what do they do now? My oldest is 26, uh, Linda, she's an actress, mm -hmm. and, and the others are going to school. And do you have kids by your second wife? Uh, yes, I do, Emma and Anna. They are 17 and 13. And do your children, all your children like that, and does your second wife like that, was she an ABBA fan? No, I don't think she was an ABBA fan, no, she wasn't, but she appreciates it, yes, she does. And the kids... I mean, they don't listen to ABBA music, no. They listen to Boyzone and stuff like that. Mm. But um, they love the show. Maybe you know where you live now? 
Yeah, I live in Stockholm, but I have a, a home outside Marlow as well. All right. Do you think you might move to England Pundy and settle down here? Uh, who knows? I mean, I lived here for six years, between uh, 84 and 90, and uh, I definitely feel England is my second home country. And so, I don't know, so maybe sometime in the future, um, the kids want to go to school, my Emma, who's 17, wants to go to Oxford and stuff, so uh, you never know. Swedish pop music has really taken off in the last 10 years or so. Do you claim some responsibility for that? I think we opened a few doors because before ABBA there was certainly nothing that, that reached outside because it was so difficult. People in this country wouldn't listen to tapes from Scandinavia. So I think we opened a few doors. And also I think, you know, some of these groups that now are having hits were probably a bit inspired by ABBA in yeah. the beginning. What do you think of the, the new groups? Who are your favorites of the current scene? I like the Cardigans and uh, Eagle Eye Cherry uh -huh. and Roxette. Roxette, of course. <laughs> Those three. What do you want to be doing in 10 or 20 years' time? I wish I am onto a new musical. Yeah, because that's what I really love doing. And finally, how would you like to be remembered after you've gone? Um, a nice bloke and a good father. And perhaps someone who, uh, you know, spread some happiness in his time. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And congratulations on the It is fantastic show. Yes, it's lovely, isn't it? <laughs>